All right, we welcome in a very special guest, and we've talked to you many, many a times, but man, it's like a brother to us. First time having you on the show, the best journalist that we have in the country. 100%. Paddy Gow, welcome to the show. Good brother. Yeah, and awesome to be here, and I just want to say congratulations for the awesome mahi that you've been doing in oh, here. Thank you, bro. Because what I like about you guys is that you take risks, Ooh. you know, and you put yourselves out there. And, you know, I think all of your listeners, that's why why you've got so so damn many, because <laughs> they believe in you as well, because you show that you, you've got guts. Yeah. Yeah, so I, awesome. I think we're the same in that, in that way, and probably your journalistic style, Paddy, is you just want people to see themselves represented and what you kind of do, which, are, which is it's funny you say risks, because you're doing all these docos, you're putting yourself into a boring life, mate, you're not drinking anymore, <laughs> uh, I, I won't ask if you're vaping still, but yeah. you know, weed, the drugs, you know, just... Oh, medicinal cool. only, yeah, so no booze for me, um, <laughs> which is good at my age, because you know, I'm in my mid-40s now, mm. and I found, you know, look, it has helped with a busy life, not boozing, um, I've never actually vaped, um, I had smoked oh, really? smoked a um, few ciggies in my life back in the day. Same. Uh, yeah, yeah. Usually, <laughs> love a dart at yeah, the right yeah, time, yeah, mate. Yeah, to be like, honest, like no, no, definitely, no. I was a was a, um, a bit of a party animal. So if I was boozing, um, usually I would have a couple of darts. Mm. Um, but obviously, with the boozing going, <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, so does you know, so does all the social darts. But vaping is something that I never uh, that I never got into, and I'm kind of thankful for that in some ways because um, I've got a bit of an addictive. Personality, personality. Same, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, so it's sort of lucky that I just sort of didn't get on the end of the, on the end of the vape and had a hoon on the vape. Although in the documentary, um, as people would have seen, people have watched it, would have seen, or people who are going to watch it. I do have a hoon uh, on a vape for to to do all of the science yes. and see what's happening inside the body when the when the vape juice goes in. Okay. Yeah. So you, so you, well, yeah, let's, I vape for science. Let, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let, let's start. Let's start. There. So I did weed for science. I vape for science. These things. <laughs> hey, now I know why you like your job so much. Um, let, let's start. You basically job, take on vaping, which is which is a, a, a very very large community in this country now. Um, can I? I'm, I'm interested in your mindset before you went into this documentary. Like, what were you, what were you thinking, and what you know? How has that changed? Yeah, I mean, I had, you know, I had a lot of views on it, and. You know, my mum, um, she died of lung cancer. She was addicted to smoking. And I can, you know, obviously remember her smoking because that was something she did all the time. And, and me and my sister and my dad, we really wanted her to stop. And she tried all sorts of things, you know, um, um, gum, uh, patches, uh, uh, hypnosis, you know, and she could never, she could never give up, mm. and she eventually died of lung cancer. You know, and and I can just remember the addiction. Like it was just like, what are you doing? You know, the the rain's pissing down, and you're going outside the back door to um, smoke Have a, a hol- smoke a holiday. Uh, you know, at ten thirty at night before you go to bed. Like this is nuts, right? Mm. And this is about ten fifteen years ago that she died. So vaping wasn't on the scene. So if if my mum was around, I definitely would have got her on a vape. No question. You know, and we've seen, I mean, you'll know so many friends of whanau who have 100%. been able to get off ciggies and, you know, A, for the health, B, for the amount of money it costs and, and get on the vapes. So from from one side of me, from my heart, you know, I'm really into vaping. Like, I'm just like, if anyone is smoking and I see them on a vape, I think that is great news for, for their family you know, and for them. But then, you know, of course, there's our kids, right? And you, you, you just go around New Zealand and, you know, lots of people come up and talk to me and tell me 
stuff that's going on. And I just found everywhere I was going, it was someone coming up and asking me about vaping in schools, vaping in schools. Oh, they can't use the toilets. Toilets are closed at lunchtime. So many kids in there, you know. And initially it was high schools, and then it was intermediate. And nowadays people are talking to me about vaping in primary schools. So that sort of left me with these sort of mixed feelings Mm. about vaping. And I just thought, you know, I really want to look into this as a documentary because there's a lot going on here. And and that's what that's what the documentary is about, really. Yes. It's about here's the good side of vaping, but and you know, it's like a big but. What about the bad side, which is kids getting hooked on nicotine? Mm. I'm a virgin vapor. Never really got into it as well. So I'm glad that I can watch this and be like, hey, here's another reason for me not to. And hopefully, yes. and I hear why you're saying it's good in certain parts as well. But what are some of the scariest things you've taken away from, from this latest documentary you've done? You know, I think it's, it's the addiction, right? You know, like I told you guys just before about my mum being addicted to smoking. Well, she's addicted to the, she was addicted to the nicotine inside it. You know, they're not addicted to the smoke or the tar or anything like that. The thing that's inside it that makes you come back is the nicotine. Mm. And and that had a real grip on, on my mum. And then, you know, when I did the testing and the doctors and nurses and scientists could show me, hey, if you smoke a cigarette, you get X amount of nicotine in your system. It goes like this in a, in a, in a, in a, a graph. graph. Yes. And then if you have a hoon on a vape the graph looks exactly the same. So all of these people that are addicted But the perceptions to vape, are completely different, The perceptions right? are completely but different. But biologically, the same thing's technically happening. That's right. You are getting addicted to something that is just going to be incredibly, mm. incredibly hard to give up. And yes, you know, it, it, vaping is better than smoking, almost certainly, mm-hmm. right? But it's this addiction. And we don't know what it's going to look like for someone in 10 years, because vaping hasn't been around very long, there's only a, sort of people really only been hooking into it the last 5 to 10 years. So what's it going to be like in 10 years' time, 20 years' time, 30 years' time, when people have been sucking on a vape all their life? Well, this is what I'm so interested in, because this is this is what I'm hearing now, and obviously there's new laws coming in around vaping, because clearly at the top they've realised that they've dropped the ball somewhere. Yep. Now, now, who, because we don't have that data on what is going to happen, who I don't want to say who's to blame here, but Who's dropped the ball on this? Yeah, I, and that's that's a really good question because it's like, yeah, we've got to a point where we've kind of tipped over. Like we're like, if you go around, like I walk down here just now, right? Oh, totally. You don't, you don't see anyone smoking anymore, hardly ever. Maybe on a building site, maybe one guy is smoking. You know, a few years ago, every guy would have been smoking, right? Because they're all on the vapes now. So you can really, you know, smoking is is disappearing in Aotearoa, mm. New Zealand. That's great because it was killing people left, right and centre. That's fantastic. But at some point it's tipped over and now we've got this other big problem all of a sudden. And so who's dropped the ball on it? You know, it's it's ultimately us as a society for not raising the alarm early enough or not listening to the school teachers and the parents who were warning and the government as well. You know, we could have really tightened in on vaping two, three, four, five years ago and really made it a, a available in a way that only smokers could get it or, or or adults and just make it quite hard to get your hands on a vape. Whereas at the moment, the sad fact is it's quite easy to get your hands on a vape because they're sold in dairies. Well, what happens What happens with the law changes now? There's there's over a thousand vape stores. I, I, I Googled too and I saw on the presser that to, for scale, there's 267-ish KFC 
yes. stores around New Zealand. So there's a lot more vape stores. What happens to the economy? What happens to yeah. those buildings? where they Because they're gone, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think what we need to do is, you know, have a moratorium on vape shops. And and just say <laughs> just say look we've we've got enough vape shops in New Zealand right mm. at the moment so there's we're not going to have any more there's enough for people to get to, and you know the thing that really sucks for me like I've been reporting on different things in New Zealand society um, for 22 years, mm. and you know it's the same old story the vape shops are in the poor areas you go to the poor areas and there's a vape shop everywhere. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're in South Dunedin, which is one of the most deprived parts of New Zealand, or out in South Auckland, or parts of out west, or wherever. And it's like, okay, well, like what we've seen this before with alcohol, we know all this. Like, what you know, we're foisting this problem or leaving this problem on our poorest, most deprived areas in the country, and they're the ones that are going to have to deal with the vape problem the most. Whereas, you know, you go to Remmers or whatever and stuff like that. You know, the old rich dude will have a vape and he'll keep it in his beamer or whatever, but, you, you know, and they, they've got to go a little bit further to the vape shop. But you go down south side, you know, there's, there's, one, there's, on every there's one on every corner, and that really sucks. So, yeah, we've got, to, we've got to crack down on the number of vape shops in this country. We've got to make it over 18. We've got to police it pretty, uh, police it pretty hard and just make it harder for the next generation to, 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 to get their hands on it. And then for those people um, that need to give up, we, you know, we've got to give them patches. We've got to do all this sort of stuff if they want to. You've been around and you're an amazing journalist, which we talk about all the time. But you have done some study on this, and there is no real blueprint for what it's going to look like. But an educated guess on the next year, two, three years, good, bad, and ugly, what does vaping look like? Yeah, I think in the next um, five years or so, you're going to have a lot of people who are going to be pretty angry with society for letting them get addicted to vaping. And you're going to have more and more science coming out showing you that it is bad for your lungs. And, you know, we know that you don't need Paddy Gow to tell you that the only thing that should really be going into your lungs is fresh air. You know, the science that comes with vaping in, in the next few years, it's not going to be good. It's at least going to be a little bit bad for you, and it potentially could be really bad. And I think you'll see, um, you know, and I went to the States, bro, um, to research this. And what's happening in the states is they're cracking down on vaping there, states like California and about 20 others. And you know when the United States, which won't, which won't <laughs> crack down on guns, okay, they, you, do you know what I mean? This is a country that does not like making things harder to do. Mm-hmm. And so you know if you go to the states and they're cracking down on vaping, there's an issue. And, I, you know, I looked into it there, bro, and I was like, why, why, why are they doing this? Mm. You know, America is a very litigious society where they're often in the courts suing, right? And and there's a lot of community groups in every state taking um, what 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 are big tobacco companies, which are now into vaping, to court and saying you got all of these young people addicted um, to vaping, and there's now all of these health problems, and we're going to sue you, right? And that's sort of leading to this sort of everyone's like, whoa, 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 let's let's peel it back. So. The U.S. is showing us, um, you know, the future here, which is going to be young people um, um, and and others blaming the government and its regulations and the companies that have pushed this stuff for getting them addicted to something that's going to give them health problems without giving them proper warning. That's 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 the that's the future that yeah, I that I can see. Time. Yeah, yeah scary scary time. I think. Hey, Paddy, um, as the resident vapor among us, um, I I used to vape to get off the cigarettes. I was a pack a day. Fantastic. Now I kind of feel like 
I've been, we were kind of, I was getting shunned at the time for being a cigarette smoker. And this yep. is, I, I take in, I love nicotine and I'm addicted to nicotine. I know that much. Yes. For me, it's about, um, I know I've had way less chest infection since moving to vapes. Totally. So I know that there is a good side for me in this. I don't do drinking. I don't do all the other stuff. I like, this is my thing. Right, kind yeah. Of thing. But yeah. I do think that there is, there's a, a way that, like the Japanese, when I went to Japan, they had, they had, you had to be 21 or over to even buy yeah. a vape. There's, it's illegal to sell nicotine in the vapes, so yes. they had already sort of tried to stop people getting addicted to it from the nicotine side of things. But it's almost impossible to find a vape store in Japan. All of Tokyo, like that was near on impossible. I flew over there and I'd forgotten my vape. I was like, oh no. But it was near on impossible to actually find it, and then you can't get nicotine in them. So as much as the Americans are looking to outlaw it, I feel like the Japanese just did it straight from the very start and were smart with it. Yeah. Almost impossible to buy one because they're so hard to find a the store. Ja- the Japanese be listening though; like their <laughs> society be following the rules. Yeah, which and I, I just thought. I thought if we had done that at the very mm. start, we, it's too late to do that now. But if yes. we could take a look around the rest of the world and work out how they've dealt with the, vape, the vaping, I think the Japanese are a really good way to, place it, to start. Is it too yeah. late though? Just yeah, ban totally the flavors, mate. right? Yeah, that's right. Ban a lot of the flavors, which they have done in this latest yeah. in this latest round. Not all flavors. But they banned a lot of the flavors, which is something they should have done originally. But you know, also and the colors, yeah, but ban the colors. Uh. And, you know, put them in plain packaging. They can only be black in color and yes. a certain shape, and the and the stores can't have any any advertise on it. And you know, the stuff. You know, we know all this because we've done it with smoking, right? Mm. So we know it's not like we're reinventing the wheel to go. Hey, we should have plain packaging on these things, you know. And 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 Mark's Mark's a great example of of mm. what vaping's. For. It's for someone to get off the ciggies and improve their health and then while they're on it, try and find it, if they want, try and find another way off it. Or if they decide, hey, nicotine's my, my bag in life and it's not hurting anybody else and I get to make my own decisions, um, then go for your life, right? Mm. Like, like So Mark's, Mark's a classic example. But what's not a classic example is, you know, we come come here into this flash neighbourhood that you guys are in. I don't know if you disclose. <laughs> we, well, we don't live here. Know, we don't live I, here. I, I don't know if you disclose. It's not a house. This ain't a house. I don't know this if you is work. We the, don't own the building. The flash neighbourhood here. But don't, try, don't try location <laughs> shame us. I know you probably live in Greyland. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, we will give it away, but we're in a pretty flash neighbourhood here right now. And anyway, you know, there's, there's, there's all these kids walking around here to Auckland Grammar and stuff like that. And, and you know, they... They they might start vaping because they think it's cool or they want to fit in or whatever and and it, and honestly, which we've made completely normal for yeah, them. I think that's facts. what we need to say, right? Yeah, we've made it normal for we've them. We've enabled people we're, to do yeah, this, and it's not fair on them because yeah, cool. we we know that when we're 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, actually you can go right through to 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, that we're actually dumbasses in our brains, especially us guys. And so impressionable. Yeah, yeah, we're impressionable. The front of our brain is not fully developed. Um, we make dumb dumb decisions like take up vaping, and you know if there aren't a few barriers there for us, um, we 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 go full steam ahead, and and it's not fair on those kids because you're so right. It's barriers. Yeah, that's uh, that's what this all boils down to. Yes. There needs to be some really strict yeah. barriers for people. I do. I get really annoyed <laughs> when people buy those little pen ones with four meg nicotine in them, and I'm like. They're so readily available, then they use them and they throw them out. You see them all yeah. over the street. I'm yeah, like, disposable. This is not what this was supposed to be about. No, no it was never, never meant to be about that, and that's what it is. And it's a, 
It's it's a it's a bit of a nightmare for us, really. Yeah. Well, it's it's I also think, not cool. I just need kids to kind of hear. Like, I think we think it's cool, and yeah. all your friends do it. It's just it's it's actually not that cool to be doing it. And you'll look back and you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe yeah. they were right. Yeah. Hey, for you because obviously that's out now. You've done everything under the sun. What's next? Yeah, I've got um, well, I've got a little. I've got my um, TV show. Paddy Gower has issues. That's that's going to be coming back. We've just done ten shows of that. Man, and you men, you big time have, huh? have your own show in this climate. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, it's talk about where we live. Are you yeah. Good? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't get a house with it. <laughs> got a little. I got a little desk or whatever they make you and that sort of thing and so, some some name and lights and yeah. But you know, I'm I'm real grateful. About mm. that, um, you know, I'm really grateful to have the chance to have my own show. Um, you know, there's, you, you know, there's, there's no way of sort of, you know, you know, you can act all coy and 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 everything, I guess, and and stuff, and go, oh, you know. But for me, I'm 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 really proud to to, to be able to get the chance to 100%. to to do that, and um, it's awesome for my mahi, you know, like to be able to bring up things that, you know, like we've done stuff about bullying, we've done stuff about, you know, how reading's taught in schools, we've done stuff about um, uh, gender, you know, which is really important for people to understand and, and talk about. And so, in the supermarkets. I'm watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be Sup- watching, Patty. Supermarket music, which sucks. Uh, we've got to fix that <laughs> shit. And uh, <laughs> so all of, these big, all of these big issues, and, you know, for me it's just been, you know, uh, man, I can't put it into words like – it's it's beyond a dream come true because it wasn't even a dream to have my own show when I was growing up. I didn't think that any of this would ever happen to little old me growing up down in New Plymouth. You know, my old lady works as, worked as a doctor's receptionist. My old man was a fitter and turner, mm. and you know they they didn't have dreams like like that. You know, so I didn't either. Yeah. Mm. And then all of a sudden, you know, life goes on, and you're 46 years old, and you're walking down the road here, and you. Names up and lights, and you're broadcasting to people, and you're talking about important stuff, and it's. Maybe forty six. Yeah, yeah, good, on, man. Yeah, yeah. Looking, looking good, looking good. Well, <laughs> good man. I, I, I just want to say, Patty. I a, thought you were going to go. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are looking you like good, Patty. You need to give yourself more credit. Forward. I thought you were like fifty two or something. <laughs> <laughs> you're, well, you're, no. like, you're like you've been secretly smoking and vaping and drinking or what? <laughs> it's all working out, man. You're doing right. <laughs> no, I appreciate your time, Patty, and, yeah. and I and I will say, and this isn't just to like for shifters who are listening. I've met a lot of people in media and you've always been so genuine, so impressionable outside of when we push the on-air button on and that's what I look for. Yeah, I look yeah. for the fakes out here who I know are just clipping the ticket and trying to tell our stories but they're not really everyday Kiwis, right? Yeah. But you, you've got that about you, Patty, and super proud of everything you've done. Thank you for taking time to come over to the little old shifter space. Yeah, no, there's, nothing, there's nothing little about this and, and I'll say that as well to all the shifters out there. <laughs> um, you know, just, just getting to know you two through media – um, has been awesome for me because from you know you're sort of like day ones to me you know like oh, awesome. yeah yeah and it's been awesome that you've kind of like taken this old bugger hey man we made it under, man yeah, 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 yeah. Us, baby. Yeah, made, you, know, you know you make me look cool I feel cool around <laughs> you but yeah where you know where's the hoodie where's the yeah we'll get your hoodie right now and the white shoes I need the white shoes okay. right you know you yeah. gotta pay for those ones they're a bit more expensive <laughs> the guy do the dishes yeah 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 oh can you say one more thing my name my name's Paddy say. Kia ora guys, I'm Paddy Gower and do the dishes. Kia ora guys, I'm Paddy Gower and do the f-ing dishes. <laughs> Can you beat we'll that? Can we'll you beat that? that? Can we'll you beat that? Appreciate it. Thank you. That's awesome.